The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, August 23rd edition. Got a 13-game slate on tap for you this evening. Hope everybody had a good Thursday. It's ready for a wonderful, wonderful weekend of action. We got a fun one. Not too many crazy totals. Only one total above 10, handfuls above 9. It's going to be an interesting slate. There's some very good pitching to target, but there will be bats per usual. As when you look at that real fine combed, one, two, three, four, five totals, team totals over five. So we'll be able to, to knock it out, have a good one, and hopefully have a winning night going into the weekend. When the weather looks good tonight, so nothing to worry too much about on that one either. When you look at the pitching, you have seven guys over 9K, four guys over 10K. You got Jacob DeGrom at 11-3, home against Atlanta. Great play, great catch game play. I'm not going to be going there today. I think there's other options up top if I'm going to spend money where I'll go, but DeGrom is a good play at 11-3. One of my top options will be Lance Lynn, 10-5, at the Chicago White Sox. Lynn's faced Chicago once this year for 18 points. He's got a 3-1-7 road ERA, averaging over 22 points per game at home. His last two games have been kind of rocky for Lynn, but prior to that, you know, 28 points, 27 or above, basically, just one after another after another. Big-time strikeout stuff, and it really helps when you're facing a White Sox team that strikes out over 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. To go with Lynn's 27% K rate, 42% ground ball rate. Uh, they have a 299 Woba and a 144 ISO versus right-handed hitting. Yoan Moncada is back, which does help the White Sox. But still, as a whole, Lance Lynn at 10-5, very solid play if going up top. Uh, Jose Barrios at 10,000 will be a popular play at home against the Detroit Tigers. I get it. I won't be going there. It'll either be Lynn at 10-5 or it'll be Jack Flaherty. At 9400 bucks at home, Flaherty's been outstanding at home, a 290 ERA, averaging 20 points per game at home this year. Gets the road, Rockies. Uh, Flaherty has 20 or more DraftKings points in uh, seven of his last eight starts, 17 or more in eight straight starts. He's been outstanding. He's been the ace the Cardinals have been looking for. He's a minus 10 home favorite against the Colorado Rockies. Um, the Rockies strike out almost 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Flaherty, 28% K rate, 38% ground ball rate. All looks very good. The Rockies have a 3.35 team total. Lefty's 344, but righty's 256 versus Jack Flaherty. 
Flaherty has been outstanding. 9400 bucks, great price point on tonight's slate. So it's 9 k and above. I got Lynn 1, Flaherty 2. Now when you drop in the 7 and the 8 k range, you got a price that just makes zero sense to me at all. I know the Angels don't strike out a lot, but Zach Granke at home, 8800 bucks. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, you know, he had a rocky first start with the uh, the D-backs, but then it's 19-5, 25-6, his last two at the White Sox at Oakland. Comes back home to Houston, uh, getting this uh, Angels team. Again, not a team that strikes out a ton, but a team that you can take advantage of. Uh, why can't I find his stuff here? Sorry about this. He's, yeah, he's not here on my sheet. That is... Oh, no, he's right there at the very top. I'm an idiot. Uh, a Houston, uh, an Angels team that's slowly striking out more than usual. They're up to 21.5% of the time. So that's a big jump compared to what we're used to. Uh, Granky's also a minus 300 home favorite in this matchup. So just the $8,800 price point, it might lead to just insane chalk, which I could see happening for sure. But it's a crazy, crazy point, price point in a really good matchup. It's going to be hard to pass this up. Uh, regardless of the outcomes, because the upside's so huge at that price point. It's worth going with Granky 23% K rate, 44% ground ball rate. And you got an Angels team with a 3.15 team total. It's the lowest on the slate, slightly below the Braves against the ground. So he's a minus 300 home favorite, the lowest team total on the slate, and he's only 8800 bucks. This has a, just chalk blow-up written all over it. It really does. But it's chalk that's going to be very, very hard to stay away from. So Granky at 88s, it's a phenomenal price point. They gave us a gift or they gave us, they dangled the carrot and I'll probably be biting some. I won't go all in because that's just crazy talk. But 8800 bucks, really good point. It's kind of the way I felt about Teheran the other day at 8000 at home against the Marlins. I thought that was too cheap. I know it's Teheran, but the way Teheran has, has handled um, the Marlins, that just seemed too easy. That's kind of how I'm feeling about this uh, this Granky line at 8800 bucks. Dropping down to Vinny V at 78 at the Marlins. Good luck here. He's averaging 15 points per game in his three starts against the Marlins. 16 points against the Padres his last time out. 17 against Arizona. 15 against the Giants. 31 Detroit. 13 Dodgers. You know how Vinny V rolls. It's all or nothing with Vinny V. You're hoping for six innings. You're hoping for a quality start with strikeout upside. You can get that against the uh, Miami Marlins, a team that strikes out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Vinny V, 25% K rate. Does give up a lot of five balls, though, so keep that in mind. But a really good look here against the Marlins. A Marlins team with a four-team total. They have a 289 Woba and a 134 ISO versus righties. So a really good look here for Vinny V at uh, $7,800 in this matchup against Miami. And then last but not least, you can look at Zach Plesak. <coughs> Excuse me. At $7,200 at home against the Kansas City Royals. He's uh, faced the Royals three times this year, averaging 15 points per start, which you'll take for $7,200. It's been a roller coaster ride the last four starts. He had 23 in one of them, but the rest of them, eight or below. But then prior to that, a couple more 22s, and those were at Kansas City. Both or One was home versus Kansas City, one was at Kansas City, pitching really well against him. He's not a big strikeout guy, so he's got to go deep, and that's kind of the, the bugaboo when you take him. you got to be careful with that. Not a big K guy, but there is upside against Kansas City at $7,200. So in the 7 and 8K range, it's Granky, it's Vinny V, it's uh, Zach Plesak. That's where I'm looking there. Now when you go below 7K, you got to be willing to take that uh, that chance. Because the last few days we've had some, uh, we've had some 
some punts we really liked. Really, really like yesterday. Savali, big fan of, worked great. We've had a couple other ones that have worked really, really well. Today we have a few punts, but they're not as uh, lovely as you're used to. So we got Mike Fultonevich, which is scary, but he's $6,900 at the New York Mets. The Mets team that's winning baseball games, but they're not really dominating baseball games offensively. You got Fulty since his return from the IL, 19 8, 17 5, 10.5. That 10.5 is the Dodgers, but at Minnesota, at Miami, 17 5, 19 8. So they're upside there for Fultonevich. Um, the the Mets strike out 21.5% of the time, Fulty near 21% K rate. A lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact. It's always Fulty's problem. Uh, but it's a Mets team with a 4.35 team total. Lefty's 328, righty's 371. But again, a Mets team with only a 311 Woba and a 163 ISO. So big time upside with Fulty. There's definitely risk involved there. There's no hiding that. But 6900 bucks for Fulty with his upside. Not too shabby. Uh, a few other ones here. Mitch Keller, 66 at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Keller had a bad outing against the Cubs his last time out in that Little League game, but then 16-5, 15-7 prior to that. Made some massive adjustments in the minors. We've been on him uh, the few times he's been available on quick hits of late. The the Reds are striking out 24% of the time versus righties. Keller, 23% K rate. Something to enjoy there. And the, the Reds, a 313 Woba and a 181 ISO. So you can exploit that at 6200 bucks. Bit of upside there with Keller. So there's two options for you. And then the third one, if you need to go really cheap, Justice Sheffield's 5700 bucks at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. I really like the Blue Jays. Like I think they're in a great spot tonight. I just wanted to mention Sheffield because since he's been, he had that really bad start where he's walking everybody. He's been in the minors for a while, and he's really, really fixed the walk rate. He's been very, very good um, of late. So it's something to keep in mind when looking at Justice Sheffield at 5700 bucks in this matchup. Against the Toronto Blue Jays, a Blue Jays team with a 4.8 team total, but a 307 Woba, which is not great. A 171 ISO is not bad. And you got Vladito, who went who went to Ding Dong City last night. You got Bo Bichette now. Gavin Biggio hits lefties okay. You got Gritchick. You got T. Oscar. There's options there. There's no doubt about it. It's not a, a, an easy road, but $5,700 does have upside. So when I'm punting, it's Fulty, Keller, Sheffield in that order. There's definitely risks there, but there's still some some serious potential in that grouping. So recapping your pitching up top, Lynn Flaherty in the middle, Granke, Velasquez, Plesak, down below Fulty, Keller, Sheffield. I'll probably be living in the Lynn Flaherty, Granke, Velasquez, those top four, and then punting after that. That'll probably be my main, my main goal on the slate, but we'll see how everything pans out when lineups are released. Let's check out the bats on this slate. you got Will Smith versus James Paxton. I like that quite a bit. I'm not a fan, again, as usual. It's paying up that much for catching. But uh, the way Will Smith's hitting and the way James Paxton pitches to right-handed hitters, great spot there for Will Smith. Mitch Garver at 49 has got a great spot there versus Soto as well. Uh, the lefty for Detroit has a tough one coming his way. Um, the, the, the Twins have a 365 Woba and a 241 ISO versus left-handed pitching. So keep an eye on that one with Mitch Garver. Those two are some really, really good plays if you're going to pay up. They have some tremendous upside in their matchups. You got Travis Dayarnode, who's been quite quiet after his just torrid run. He was on there for a while. He still gets in the middle of that Tampa Bay lineup, and he gets tie blocked tonight in Baltimore. So there's some big time upside in that matchup. Uh, lefty's 355, righty's 380 off tie block. So Travis Dayarnode at 44 is something you can get behind. Uh, Yasmany Grandal against Merrill Kelly at 43 has 
some definite upside in his matchup. Um, you could look at Wilson Ramos at 39 versus Fulty. Don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. A few others to take a peek at. Tucker Barnhart's 3,500 versus Mitch Keller. There's some appeal there. And then other than that, there's not going to be too much. You've probably got like Martin Maldonado. Yeah, Maldonado, 3100 bucks versus Suarez of the Angels is definitely something you can uh, get behind as well. First base, you could go belly bomb lefty-lefty. Danny Santana's day-to-day, but he's like a great matchup for Cease. But like Carlos Santana at 54 versus Jacob Junis. Santana keeps crushing it. Really good spot there for uh, for Carlos Santana. You got Yuli Gurriel against the lefty Suarez. Big time upside there. The Astros, 6.4 team total. Highest on the slate again. Lefty's 269. Righty's 360 versus Jose Suarez. So Gurriel, good piece of a stack in that one. Yep, Muncy hits lefties okay. I'd still rather have Gurriel, I think, at that price point. Uh, you can go down to Freddie Freeman at 47 against DeGrom in a GPP. I don't hate it. I respect DeGrom, but he's given up a lot of hard contact this year. A lot. And Freeman is just a beast. So uh, I don't mind him at 47 in a GPP. Try to be a little contrarian in that matchup. Jose Abreu at 45 in a GPP, sure. Uh, Goldschmidt at 45 versus Peter Lambert. That's got some upside for you. As well, uh, Dan Vogelbach at 44 versus Thornton in a GPP. Vogelbach's all or nothing. We know that for a fact. But Seattle's got a 4.7 team total. Lefty's 330, righty's 337 versus Trent Thornton. So the Vogel Beast could have a little upside for you tonight. I got Reese Hoskins versus Hector Noessi at $4,200. That's a nice cheap price tag. The, the Phillies have a team total of five. Lefty's 302, righty's 404. Talk about reverse splits, folks against Hector Noessi. So Reese Hoskins at 42, bringing some nice upside at that price point. We know CJ Cron mashes lefties. He's only 4K tonight versus Soto. That is a great value as well. So if you're not paying up at the position like Reese Hoskins, um, CJ Cron, good upside plays for sure. Jesus Aguilar, as bad as he's been, he gets tie block at 3900 bucks. That's good upside as well in that matchup. So a few things to definitely like at some of these price points tonight that uh, you can pick on and try to take advantage of. Second base, you got Cattell Marte at 56, not shabby at all versus Jordan Lyles. Uh, Keston here as well is not bad, but like Jose Altuve at only 5,300. He's the fourth highest priced second baseman against the lefty Jose Suarez. Lots of upside in that one, like that one quite a bit. Um, Johnny Villar at 52, really good play as well. It's crazy that we have two, four, we have seven second basemen over 5K. This isn't the position we usually have seven people over 5K. It's pretty crazy tonight, but that's what you got. So if you got to go 5K, guys, it's Altuve, it's VR. Those are the two I'd be focusing on all the way up. You got Moustakis up to 48. He's really starting to heat up again after that cold spell we've been talking about lately. Good spot versus Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly's good at home, not on the road. Milwaukee 5.4 team total. Lefty's 368, righty's 333. So you can definitely pick on that one. Um, farther down you go, though. You got the likes of um, nothing. Luis Arias at 41 versus Soto. You can pick on that. Rugnit Odor at only 4K versus Cease. Another one you can kind of pick on there. Ozzy Albies down to 3,900. Again, if you want to stack the Braves, I, I respect Jason DeGrom, or Jacob DeGrom is a beast. There's no hiding that at all. But it's, And the Braves have a low team total, three point just above the Angels. Lefty's 277, righty's 252. But the Braves got a lot of thump. You got Jacob DeGrom who's given up uh, almost 35% hard contact. That's gone down of late. He's given up a lot more before. Um, 
if you want to get weird, you can. I'm not saying it's a must play. It's super contrarian, but the price points are nice. Ozzy Albies at 39 has a little bit of upside there, but you know you can expect a goose egg as well. Nick Solek at 3800 bucks, great play. Like, I know he only put up three points yesterday. He went one for three. He's hitting every game he's played. His upside is so huge in these matchups at that price point. I'll go back to that well again. He's got big boy upside in those matchups. Um, you also have Jason Kipnis at 38. So a couple of nice cheapies at the position. Kevin Biggio has been quiet, but he's only 37 versus Justice Sheffield. That could be a get-right spot for, for uh, Biggio as well. And then Joe Panic, um, he's not great. He's more of a cash game punt. He's 35 versus Fulty. Someone else you can look at. So some value at the second base position if you need it. Third base, you got Rafael Devers at 57 versus Chris Paddock. That'll be a fun matchup. But Bregman at 55 versus Suarez. I mentioned yesterday, go back to him, get some redemption for letting us all down on Wednesday. He went deep yesterday in another great spot versus Jose Suarez tonight. So Bregs at 55. Really good look for you in that one. Guriel at 52 is not bad. Kyle Seeger's up to 5100 bucks as he continues to match it. Mash it. Good matchup for Thornton as well. Uh, Bregman's your, your clear guy up here if you're only picking one. You have Mustakas at 48, but Jose Ramirez at 47 versus Junis. Good upside in this one. Junis has pitched really well of late. I guess I'm not saying he's going to just shut them down. But it's a Cleveland team with a 5.15 total, third highest on the slate. Lefty's 347, righty's 335 off Junis. Junis is no, known to give up a lot of home runs in the right situation. Um J Rams having the summer of J Rams, so 47, really good spot. Miguel Sano, 47 versus Soto, very, very good look for you as well. Farther down you go, like if you aren't using Lance Lynn, Yohan Moncada at 44 always has that GPP upside. Now that he's back, I'll keep mentioning him every day. He put up uh, 21 in his return last night. I remember I was at a golf tournament yesterday. I'm finishing, I'm adjusting my lineups, seeing what's going on. And all of a sudden, there's a, a green four next to Moncada's name because he activated her from the IL. I'm like, you're going in the lineup, kid, because he's that good, especially in the middle of the order, in the right matchups. Big upside, good GPP play if you're not using Lance Lynn. Uh, Justin Turner, not bad at 44 versus Paxton. I can, I can see that one being a decent play. Um, other than that, though, like again, Luis Arias at 41's got upside. Manny Machado at 41 versus Erod, maybe. But your play... If you're just punting, there's, they're down here. There's a lot of value on this layer, at least low 4K into the 3K value. Vladito, who went deep yesterday, he's 4K versus Justice Sheffield. That's a very solid play. You got Marlon Gonzalez at 39 versus Soto. Very good as well. Gonzalez, third base outfield eligible. So a couple really good looks for you there. If you're going to stack Pittsburgh for some reason versus Steve Sclafani, uh, Colin Moran's 3800 bucks. The Buccos have a 4.55 team total. Lefties, 343. Righty's 275 versus DeSclafani. So Moran at 38 would be your guy there. But I don't think you need to go there, but he's there if you need him. Shortstop position. Bregman at 55. He's there again. And Johnny VR at 52. Those are your two boys. Oh, don't forget Francisco Lindor at 5K. Really good price point for Lindor. He's a five. He's the lowest $5,000 guy, the fifth lowest on the slate. So Lindor at 5K. Good look there versus Junis in that situation. Going down, Bo Bichette, 46 for Sheffield's a great play. I think Toronto might be very popular tonight. I get it. I get it big time. I think they're in a smash spot uh, against Sheffield, but at the same time, they're young. They can let us down like they had in recent games, and that's why Sheffield's a decent punt because he has improved quite a bit. 
But this young Toronto team is fun and scary. Switch hit and Jorge Polanco at 44. Big upside. I told you about Elvis Andrews yesterday. He went deep, 14 points. Decent spot again today versus Dylan Cease at 4,300. I'd rather Polanco at 44, but Rosario or uh, Andrews has very good upside. Ahmed Rosario at 43 as well. Couple good spots for you in that one. If you want to get really, really contrarian, you go Paul DeYoung versus Peter Lambert. Lambert's really not that good. DeYoung 16 3, 11 14 in his last three. Loves mashing right handed pitching. You can definitely get to Peter Lambert. St. Louis, a 5.15 team total just below the Cardinals. Lefty's 376, righty's 307 versus Lambert. DeYoung loves him some good righty. So at 43, he could be a sneaky home run play today. Uh, a few others when you get down here, like uh, J.P. Crawford versus Thornton at 41. Has a little appeal to you. Willie Adamas still below 4K, 3,900. Went deep yesterday, 24 DraftKings points. In a really good matchup for his tie block tonight. So don't mind Willie Adamas at all. I think he's a really good value. Again, another guy below 4K we can put in our lineups and feel pretty good about. So lots to like in that respect. To the outfield, where it's going to be loaded on this slate. you got Yellick in a great spot. But Nelly Cruz at home against a lefty like Soto at 58. That's like lock button city. Get behind that. Whoa, Nelly all day long. That is a big boy play. So like that quite a bit. Um, a few others, Mike Trout versus Granky. That's interesting. But Starling Marte at 54 versus DiScafani. Marte always gets just forgotten, the forgotten man. You got Springer at 53 versus uh, Suarez is a really good look. Bryce Harper at 52 versus Noesi. I like that a lot. I'm going to keep riding the, the hot Bryce train. I know it's in Miami, and that sucks, but keep riding Bryce, guys. He's got his Miami Vice vibe. Just remember what he looked like at the All-Star game a couple years back. Um, Harper at 52, still in play for me tonight. Tommy Pham, 51. Austin Meadows, 51 versus Ty Block. Solid plays. Another great night to play Tampa Bay. It's great to play any team versus Baltimore. That's just the golden rule of baseball. Really good against Ty Block, especially with Pham. And then even Meadows, who can hit lefties. You'll get the bullpen in Baltimore. Still a great spot. Meadows went deep yesterday. You can go right back to the Rays well again tonight. Going below 5K, uh, Marcelo Zuna at 4,900 versus Lambert's got some appeal to it. Aristis Aquino at 48 is quieted down a little bit. Still a decent spot there versus Mitch Keller. Uh, Sinshu Chu at 47. Uh, Max Kepler hitting lefties just fine. He's 4,700 versus Soto. I like that uh, in that matchup. Brian Reynolds, a good lefty versus Di Sclafani at 47 as well. So a couple good looks for you there. If you're not using Fulte, you can get Conforto at 4,600. Lefties do mash Fulte. So that's a good look for you on that one. Lots and lots of options, folks. Uh, David Peralta against Lyles at 45. You got the Shields Jr. getting on and stealing at 44. Uh, as you keep going down now, like um, none of these are standing out as much now. There's options. There's definite options. Like Josh Van Meter at 41 has got a little bit of upside for you. AJ Pollock at 41. Chris Taylor at 41 versus James Paxton. I don't mind either one of those. Both have some upside for you in their matchups. Other than that, you know, like Jock Jams in a GPP, you could look there. Marvin Gonzalez at 39 is in play for you as well. The Franamil, only 3,800 versus Jacob Junis. Greg Allen at 38. Two good values for you there. Um, Randall Gritchick, only 38. I like that a lot versus Justice Sheffield. Big upside in that matchup. You got Teoscar Hernandez at 37, another good value. I'd go Gritchick and then Hernandez if I have to differentiate between the two. 
But those are a couple good looks, and there'll be many, many more as lineups get released. All right, recapping your pitching real quick up top. I got Lynn and I got Flaherty. Those are the two guys I'm going to be building around up top there. In the middle, it's Granky Velasquez, Plesak. Down below, it's Fulte, uh, Keller, and Justice Sheffield. Looking at your stacks, Tampa Bay versus Block. Go right back to that well. No problem at all. Um, Houston's in a great spot. Milwaukee's in a pretty good spot. Cleveland, I like a lot. Cardinals are sneaky. The good overlook tonight. Don't forget uh, Dexter Fowler. Forgot to mention him as well. Really good play versus Peter Lambert. Uh, Minnesota versus Soto is going to be outstanding. You got Philadelphia versus Hector Noesi. Another one that I kind of overlook because people use the pitching in Miami narrative, which I get, but it'll, it'll lower the ownership. Toronto versus Justice Sheffield's outstanding. Uh, so many ways to go on this slate. So many ways to go. If I had to narrow it down, it'd be like Tampa Bay, Houston, Cleveland, Minnesota, Toronto, then go back to Philly. Those would kind of be my main ones right now. We'll see what happens as lineups get released, how things change throughout the day. BVP, send you on your way. Hopefully we got some fun stuff. Call Moran is two for eight with two home runs off these Scafani. Elias Diaz and Josh Bell. Josh Bell, 6 for 14, two doubles and a homer off of Di Scalfani. The Pirates hitting 318, 415 Woba, 303 ISO versus Di Scalfani. So that's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. A um, few others for you. Freddie Freeman, 14 for 51. It's a 275 average, two doubles, three homers. Donaldson has two homers as well off of um, Jacob DeGrom. Something to keep in mind in that one. Francisco Lindor was 5K. Remember that? He's 15 for 29. That's a 517 average versus Junis with three doubles, a triple, and three home runs. That's good, folks. It's really good. Carlos Santana, 6 for 13 with a double. Taylor Naquin, 6 for 15 with a home run. Jose Ramirez, 8 for 27, two doubles and a homer. The Indians as a team hitting 324 with a 385 Wobe and a 176 ISO versus Jacob Junis. So good stuff there. Um... Martin Prado, he hits all of these, and he's never that good anymore. Justin Upton was really cheap. He's 11 for 31 with two doubles, a triple, and three home runs versus Zach Greinke. Cole Calhoun, 7 for 14 with a homer. Trout, 6 for 15, a double, and, a, uh, and two triples. Albert Pujols, 11 for 32, six doubles, and a homer. There's only four guys in that Angels lineup that have faced Greinke, but combined they're hitting 380 with a 481 woven, a 326 ISO. That's interesting. Uh, I did not see that one coming. I still love him at 8800 bucks, but that is interesting. Uh, Cattell Marte, Nick Ahmed have hit home runs off Jordan Lyles. Jake Lamb, 7 for 12 with three doubles if you want to get weird with uh, Jake Lamb. He's on the table. Beef Wellington, 9 for 15, three homers off Lance Lynn. Beef will be cheap tonight. Uh, Yomer Sanchez, 6 for 18, three doubles if you want another cheapie in that one. And then I think that, that just does it. That does it for... BVP, and that'll do it for tonight's edition of Quick Hits, your Friday edition heading into the weekend. Uh, big weekend coming up at the Fantasy Sports DGENs. You know, you got Bench with Bubba, episode 203, Bubba and the Bath Flip, recapping your fantasy baseball news and notes. You got episode 204 with Derek Brown, Debro of the Quant Edge, previewing tight ends, and a lot of good draft just strategy and talk that you'll uh, it'll help you as you enter these big draft weekends coming up. You got uh, Around the Base with Bubba and Mo, episode 116. You're going to have uh, Italia Serie A coming up this weekend and so, so much more coming up. So go check us out over there. 
Join us in the FSD Slack chat. Lots of good stuff coming up over there. And also go join the Quantage.com. NFL season is ramping up. Preseason is in, in full gear. No one covers it quite like the Quantage.com. So go check them out. Buy the NFL Pass. Use promo code Bubba to get the rest of baseball free. But with all that being said, this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Friday, August 23rd edition. I'm out. Thank you.